Hi, Ray. Hi, Ray. Hi. There you go. Anybody home? Hi, Dad. How you doing? I was talking to a grandson. Oh, yeah, he's here. Ray, you can hang up your phone now. Grandpa's on. How's it going? Oh, we're doing good, Dad. Doing just fine. Blessed. Blessed. How about yourself? Well, I had my, uh, started my fifth month of of uh, chemo today, uh, yesterday, so that, but I feel fine. Jeez. Yeah, that's, that's, but, but praise God, you feel yeah. fine. Yes. That's, uh, that's the way it's supposed to be. That is, exactly. So. Take, take that poison in and drink it and not do me harm. That's right. My, my platelets held up a little bit better this time. So that's that, good too. That's a good sign. Yep. And my hemoglobin is 10.1. It had gotten down to about seven. And my white count is down. And I don't know exactly where it belongs. So not quite sure what to say on that one. I think seven to twelve, and I think mine's four and a half, but it got up to twenty-two, which is not good. <clears throat> huh. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, that's the uh, cancer. That part of it is <clears throat> where they the white cells are eating the fighting the red cells. I don't know. You know, I hold all those things at arm's length. You know how I am. Yeah, yeah. And, that's all right. and and because I've had such terrible information from doctors, I I, I easily embraced the every bit of God's word on on health and healing, because I've been so horribly uh, taken care of by anyone in the medical profession. Yeah, they they've always come off as as, as absolute clown show to me. Right. You know, with my knees, they said I'd never run again. Yeah. You know, yep. with they they diagnosed me with uh, what is it? Hypoglycemia, severe hypoglycemia. Yeah, and that it was a pre pre runner to me becoming diabetic. Exactly. That was what twenty five years ago. Right. I never took a single piece of medication at all. I take a physical every year. I'm fine. But they yeah. wanted to have me on all the medication in the world right then and there. Right. Yeah. I'd have been on that stuff for my whole life for nothing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. Well, we have a great uh, primary care doctor. She believes in the natural as much as possible. Amen. She, Amen. She has given us some real good advice on that. Well, and and you guys know my, my back situation. Yeah. And my and my shoulder and everything else. So I don't know. I'm my, my, uh, my pharmacist has pretty much been God, in my prayer bench. Yes. So. <laughs> well, I wish I had gotten hold of the faith 
you have earlier in my life. I, I think I have faith. I really do. You do. You do, Dad. You and and it's and you have to to do what you're doing the way that you're doing it. You you have a faith that I don't have. We have a different kind of a faith. Okay. Because I there I don't I I I don't think I could walk through what you're walking through in in the same faith that you're standing in. <laughs> you know. Well, I really I don't. I. I, I, I have, so, so, you know, to each of us is given according to our own, you know, uh, capabilities, according to, to what the Lord has for us. Right. And, and he has, he has blessed you and I've, and I've prayed for your faith and I know you have too. And, and I, and I think the Lord has blessed you with the faith to walk through the trial that you're walking through. Well, I do and, too, because even when I was told that I had, I had no no fear whatsoever. Yep. None. Amen. When I had the brain bleed, I had no fear. And I think I, I, he, God knows each of us. He knew that he knew that if he strengthened you, fortified you with that faith to walk through that, that you'd have the faith to walk through that. Yeah. Me, I would have probably, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would have to go through it to know where the where Holy Spirit led me, but just right now instinctively i would say i'd probably stand on it and die yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean i i uh i i i have been i've i've actually thought about your situation a lot mm-hmm. and 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 i came to terms with um interlacing it biblically and and it was a, it was a a facet of that type of faith that i had not considered yeah. You know? Well, you know, Paul said I I prayed three times for my Yes, indeed infl- affliction to go away and God said my grace is indeed. So I and he, what and he makes and he makes mention of other disciples who are that he left in another city because he was sick unto death. Yep, that's right. That's correct. And then they for were the he, faith. And it says, uh-huh. for the faith. He got sick unto death for, for the faith. Yeah, exactly. And and obviously, the illness ravaged him. At I mean, because at, at a minimum, the guy had to spend some time laying there to recuperate because he yeah. had to leave him behind. Yeah, exactly. So, so there is no doubt there are uh, trials in the arena of health and and well-being yes that that we are called to endure yes and and you know what dad maybe you're going through that to show other people a facet of faith that they hadn't considered well i I think it was last night i think i told you what uh, ezekiel this black uh, man from africa told me last night Mm -hmm. our sunday night that uh he he loved to even be around me. He said, "You just show Christ." Amen. Amen. And I don't know that I do that. Oh, you know that you do that. Well, do you do you remember the first call I that I made that I, that I talked to you about when I called you? I quite do. <laughs> Who could figure because out? all those decades when I was not serving the Lord, when I was not following Christ at all, I had always thought. That's the kind of man I want to be. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's neat. So, 
neat that God could use an old man like me. Well, it's it's awesome, I think, that when we make an impression on people that last their whole life, especially when they live the life like I did. <laughs> yeah. You live a life like me, you're on 60 minutes, you're running around doing all kinds of bad things, living a horrible lifestyle, and always that bar, that bar inside you that you said, I want to be a good man. Yeah. Yeah. That's living Christ-like, Dad. That's right. That's making an impression on somebody. I've always said that I want to be a man after God's heart like David. Amen. And I know David committed some horrible sins. He did. He was far from perfect, but he was quick to repent. Quick. And that's what God loved about the man. Absolutely. I, I don't I don't think it was anything else. That couldn't have been because he screwed up just about everything else. Yeah, exactly. But he did pay for it with his whole family. Yeah, he 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 was he wasn't a, a, a good he really wasn't a good husband, and and we know he wasn't a good father with some of his kids. He didn't deal with things and let it let it stagnate, let it let it fester, and 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 until it turned into a, a battle for his kingdom. That's right. You know, uh, and uh, and he was unfaithful. <laughs> I, I tell you, a better one than that, and that is, uh, and uh, and he killed his best friend. He murdered his best friend to take to take his to take his wife. Yeah. Yep. I tell you, I uh, it, it it's amazing. God is so good. Yes, indeed he is. We we just don't know his grace. You know, knowing David's life can be um, the thing that we need the most when when Satan is telling us how irredeemable we are. That's right. That's right. If you know David's life and know how much God loved David, man, we've got a shot. Yeah. We definitely have a shot. So tonight we're in 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's have at it. Is mom on with you, Dad? Oh, mom is at a Bible study. Okay. All right. And and I've got Raiden here on the couch, and Jake's okay. going to come in later. Okay. Hi, Raiden. Uh, grandpa grandpa. (laughs) yeah you can't just hide like you're talking to a friend when you're talking to grandpa well i am his friend (laughs) (laughs) Uh all right uh so second timothy chapter two let's say our prayers father thank you for this time together as a family to read your word Please watch over and keep us. Help us to do what's right. Father, as we read your word tonight, we ask that you'd open up our eyes, open up our ears. But most of all, we ask that you forgive us for any sin that we have against you. As we come before your word, let us come clean. Let us have a clean place. Uh, let us yield up a, a clean vessel, a willing vessel to receive your word. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
I love chapter two. Yeah, one if, of my, if I remember it, I, I do too. I, I one do. of my most favorite verses in the whole Bible is Second Timothy chapter two, verse three. Okay. Thou therefore endure hardness mm-hmm. as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, and on my bookshelf to my right, I have a page from a pre-King James Bible, uh, over 400 years old, oh, with, that, with that verse on it. Wow. And, uh, okay, so let's read. Uh, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace, in the grace that is Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. He, so, so he says, he says, look, the grace that Jesus has given you, be strong in it, be courageous in it, and all the things that I taught you, all the words that you heard me teach you. And, and there were many witnesses to those words, but all those words that I taught you, teach them to faithful men. Teach those same words to faithful men and so that they can in turn go and teach those words to other faithful men. Exactly. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And a, a translation of that is take your part in the suffering hardships as a noble soldier of Christ right. Jesus. Yes. So so right there when we endure hardships, when we endure trials, when there are tough times in life, when we feel an injustice done against us, when we feel like things aren't fair, this is this is your call. Soldier. Endure the tough things. Yeah. Endure the hard things as a good and faithful soldier of Jesus Christ. As a good and faithful soldier of God's word. No man that is signing up to become a soldier or no man that's that's going to war entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier a, a, another translation of that is a fighting man when he has signed up to go with the army or to join the army he does not it get involved in enterprise for the affairs of life that's right so that he can focus so that his mind and his heart may satisfy the officer who are, who enlisted him his mind a, a soldier knows a professional soldier knows this and and I I'll tell you I'm I'm going to confess it I'm going to give a piece of testimony here a soldier knows this if if he has things on his mind if he has other things pulling his mind and his heart away He'll get killed. Yeah. Or cause somebody else to. Or he'll cause somebody else to get killed. He'll falter in his duty. Yeah. He, if he is not 100% dialed into the task at hand, 
he is a danger to himself and a danger to those around him. Yeah. Like, like the watchman on the wall. Yes. And I know from the place where I was at in my younger years, when I was incarcerated, I was in a very, very tough place. One of the toughest. Yeah. And, uh, and I know that I cut off my family and I, I cut off my Mimi. I cut off my Mimi because it, my Mimi loved me so much she couldn't talk to me without crying. Yeah. And and I and I knew that if I if I let that into my circle, if I had my mind or my heart on Mimi's broken heart, I was gonna die. Yeah. That that my life would be in danger. And so I, I, I had to, my self-defense mechanism was to cut off those, every tie to emotional things. Yeah. Verse five. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned, except he strive lawfully. So, and if a man strives for masteries or if anyone takes part in an athletic contest, okay, he's, he's striving to be number one in anything athletic, okay, yet he, yet he is not crowned, okay? Who's the one that's crowned? He's number one, mm-hmm. okay? Only the first place gets the crown. That's right. Except he has contended lawfully, okay? He does not get the crown unless he has kept the rules right about that how about that translation yeah you can strive for first place all you want you can compete in that contest all you want but you cannot be awarded first place unless you strive in accordance with the rules right and so i i i feel uh, duty bound to mention for those that listen afterwards, that there are lots of Christians who just spin their wheels and they put tons of work in and they run all over the church putting on and God knows what else they're doing and fake sales and, and all these other things and they're just all over the place wearing themselves out. They're striving not in accordance with the rules. Right. Jesus clearly laid out the rules for us. And if we strive not in accordance with the rules, we will not see the crown. We'll not be awarded the crown. And that's a sad thing. That's a sobering thought. One of the crowns will throw at Jesus' feet. Amen. Or lay at his feet. Yes, sir. It's, it is a sobering and a dire thought to know how many faithful Christians will have spent decades diligently themselves to the bone. Yeah. Not in accordance with the rules. That's right. 
and their efforts make us make 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 me feel woefully inadequate but they strive not in accordance with the rules yeah numbers verse 6 the husbandman that labors must be the first partaker of the fruits as the guy that the, the vine dresser the guy that that's taking care uh, the the farmer the guy that's that's growing the fruit is the first one that samples it he's yeah. the one that, that that goes there and finally there comes the day when he says boy those are beautiful i think they're ripe let me try one yeah he's the first one to try consider what i say and the lord give thee understanding in all things Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead. According to my gospel. Wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer. Even unto my chains, even unto my bonds. But the word of God cannot be bound. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect that they may also obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Right. We'll stop right there, I think. For yeah. tonight because it it kind of uh takes a turn in topic that I I want to hopefully have some more family wrapped up in that tomorrow. Yeah. Everybody working tonight. It looks like it. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, it you know those are those are those are deep things. Yeah, they are. That, that every Christian should meditate on frequently, because we can meditate on it right now. And I think every one of us feels some level of conviction. Yeah. When we when we when we hear those words, but how soon we forget? Right. Conviction fades away. You know, there's the chatter in the text messages this morning about one of our relatives' uh, sons who who got their 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 hand damaged, yeah, hurt pretty badly, yeah. And I couldn't help but think about one of my own sons who got his own hand caught in a log splitter, in a right. log splitter, and uh, and I and I thought to myself, it's amazing. Now, something like that can happen. An absolute miracle. Absolute miracle. Angel came down, held his hand. The gloves ruined. The hand is fine. Yeah. Absolute miracle. Absolute. And, and, uh, and how soon it fades away. And we, just, and, and we just forget the anchors that God gives us. The things that we could hold on to right. forevermore. And then I then I remembered how I'd done the same thing. Yep. God absolutely rescued me in a stunning, yep. mouth-dropping miracle. He did. Uh, yes. uh, uh, the kind of miracle that nobody can explain away. Uh-uh. And it's inexplainable. And I, other than the miracle, there is no other explanation. That's right. And and I, I let it fade away. Yeah. Yeah. I let it I let it fade away 
and forgot all about it and went right back to my own selfish living. Yeah. Anyway, Dad, the floor is yours. Well, I tell you what, it's uh, those things need to re- be remembered. I, I try to go over some of the things in my mind of things that I know, I know God's hand was upon saving my life. Amen. I mean, quite a few. Yes, uh, sir. It's, it's just uh, one was going home one from, from your mom's house when we were dating. I had my speed limit set at 70, which is what the road had, 75. And I dozed or something, but anyway, I ran off the road at that speed. And what woke me up was rocks hitting the bottom of the car or gravel. And then I look up and I see a highway sign in front of me. I went around the highway sign, pulled right back up on the road. And I know wasn't nothing on earth, but God had his angels in that car guiding me where I wouldn't yank the steering wheel. Amen. I didn't I didn't waver. I didn't do another one around the highway sign, came right back on the road and got home. Amen. And and I've had many, many more testimonies like that that I know. I know God's hand was in. So yes. And we do need to testify to those blessings. We need to testify to them and make and 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 make sure that they're in remembrance. Yes, exactly. And uh, Tannis was the one that was hurt, wasn't he? Or could have been. He hurt. was. Yeah, and we need to bring to his remembrance that glorious. Yes. And I think another one is when y'all went to Tennessee or somewhere where a storm had been. Yeah, in West Virginia. Had about uh, three or four (laughs) miracles on that trip. Yes, sir. And uh, if I... Including the the Lord giving us a free RV for that guy after we came back. That's... I'm I'm thinking through all that. And he needs to be reminded of those things. Amen. And no telling what it would do for him. Because I know he's hurting. Yes. Well, Father, we, we lift our children up to you tonight. Oh, Father, they're a gift from you. We thank you for each one. Lord, I thank you for Raiden. I ask God that you would bless him. Make him a mighty man of God. I ask your blessings over Jacob. I ask your Lord to touch Tannis. May May your Holy Spirit, Lord, renew his spirit. Bring him... Lord, back to you, serve you. I lift up Aaron to you, Father, Elise. That you will bless their lives, bless their walk with you. I pray for John. God, that you would make him a mighty man. Bring him to you, Father. Draw him until he cannot resist. I pray for Sky and Maria, Lord, that you would bless their lives and their walk. For Gwen, I know she enjoys this Bible study with the women and uh, and her friends. I ask God that you bless her. 
keep her safe coming home. And Father, we are indeed are grateful to you for what you're doing in my life, in my body that belongs to you. And Father, it's only you and by the grace of God that I've been through all of this and much, much more. And Father, we lift up our country to you, Father. What a what a sad day when evil overtakes good, Father, and we allow it because we are in control. You have given us the mission. You have given us the ability through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to speak against these evil ones the devil uses, Father. All the evil spirits that he has loosed on this earth to control men's minds and their hearts and women who are in leadership. And we come against that evil father and we bind it and cast down all the strongholds. That Lord, your blessings and your love and your grace will be upon the, our people. We pray for our president, our Supreme Court, all our justices, Father. Thank you, Lord, that the president has been able to replace 160 judges, Lord, in the Ninth District Court. And Father, that's why that there haven't been any arrests because it wouldn't have done any good. They would have all been turned loose. So, Father, your timing is the perfect time. And I pray for this coming 2020 election, Father. It's probably one of the most important elections that we could ever have besides the 2016. So, Father, we thank you that you're laying the foundation. And so I pray that Christians will do their part and seek your face, Father, in bringing this nation back to you. That, Lord, we would repent of our sins as your children and turn from our wicked ways, Father. And Lord, they, we may not think they're very wicked. We may not think they're very wrong. But, Father, you want people who are obedient to you. And we just claim that, Father, in the name of Jesus. Ask your blessing, Lord, over our whole family. Ask God that you would do great and mighty works. Lord, in every life, even those who have turned against you, Father, who have strayed, Lord, from the fold, and we ask God that they be brought back. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Y'all be blessed. You too, Dad. Good night. We love you. Night. Love you too.